to Mod Breeze. Hi, welcome to the third episode of Mod Breeze. This podcast is meant to be a free space for creative people to talk about intriguing topics in a genuine way. I'm your host, Hamim, a digital designer, music producer, and with me, I have one guest. His name is Rocco Trossoni. He's from Italy. You can tell from his name. Um, he's based in Rome, and he is an architect plus a 3D designer. Um, he worked with different brands in fashion uh, realm and both in uh, an architect and has been doing his own 3D art. Uh, you can check him out on, uh, on Instagram uh, at Rokotersoni. And uh, yeah, how are you, man? How are you doing? Hey, Amim. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, it's my pleasure. I wanted to, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I wanted to, to say that it's uh, I'm from Milan, actually, not Rome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're based in... Uh, in Rome, right? Am I, am no, I no, correct? No. Oh, no, no, all right. Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milan. Okay, great. Milan. I'm actually um, from uh, a small city in the Alps, uh, two hours from Milan. But um, since I started studying at university, I, I moved to, to Milan and then I continued working here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you studied yeah. architecture, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Nice. I, I studied, uh, I actually studied with aerospace engineer. For, for two years and then uh, I mean it was really working with, with me and uh, and I moved to, to the architecture field which is uh, which is really really nice and and then along the way I found uh, my my passion in, into digital 3d and uh, digital art and this like rendering 3d modeling yeah it, it takes work. time to find your passion correct yeah 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 because I met uh, a lot of people who still don't know what they're they love to do, what they're passionate about. Definitely, sometimes I, I I start to think if what if I would have found my my passion into into three D when I was maybe eighteen, and how would have been different on my 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 road? And uh, but uh, but I mean I'm satisfied uh, where I am now. It's uh, it's great. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, what's new? Have you ever like, have you come across something new lately that grabbed your attention and news, or you've been um, surfing online and you found something cool recently? Well, I mean, from the from the digital point of view, from the the this this passion that I have, uh, I was really really stuck with the struck with the the Unreal Engine five presentation. Mm-hmm, yeah, that that's what really we spoke st- about last episode. Exactly, exactly. It was uh, it was something that made me think about the the, the future of this field and uh, yeah and how I I could uh, run along it and try to 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 catch this train because uh, I mean I I always worked with uh, with Cinema 4D as as a base and uh, mm-hmm. real for me is just like this. Big mystery, big, very fascinating mystery. But uh, I, I also play lots of video games, and uh, I know it because of, because of that. But uh, yeah, real time rendering uh, is uh, is something that uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's probably going to be the future. What else? I mean, uh, um, at work I, I use 3ds Max, and uh, I actually. Found out two hours ago that um, from YouTube that uh, the the V-Ray Five uh, uh, has been uh, is coming out for for 3ds Max. The render engine. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those who don't know what's V-Ray, it's a render engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. And um, it's a it's good engine for, for architecture uh, visualization also. It's uh, prob- probably, I think, it's, it's the best for, for that kind. Mm-hmm. I think and, it's, uh, uh, yeah, Redshift is also another one who's, that yeah. is uh, you know, quite interesting in terms yeah, of visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I Where? used to watch these like, videos that compare the engines Mm-hmm. With different materials like fire, uh, ice, and and different stuff, and with shadows and lights, so on. And I think also Redshift has like good uh, results. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I think that Redshift, V-Ray, and also Octane, Octane. Mm-hmm, definitely, they, yeah. Um, yeah, they were the first, I think, to 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 use the GPU mm-hmm. uh, real rendering thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, yeah, they definitely. Best Speaking ones. about GPUs and real-time rendering, um, yeah. I know that there's this new generation of uh, consoles coming in very soon. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, this uh, makes me think about the future of gaming. And uh, I was thinking about it for a while. And then I thought, like, perhaps, you know, we, we're not going to uh, be playing in consoles in the future. Perhaps the future is in uh, cloud uh, computer gaming, like uh, oh, yeah. in Google Stadia and NVIDIA GeForce Now. I mean, I haven't used Google Stadia, honestly, mm-hmm. but it says that it offers uh, 4K streaming of games. Uh, yeah. But I have used GeForce Now, and it's pretty pretty good if you got internet oh, really? connection. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you got internet connection of like 25 megabytes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. I mean, like, yeah, definitely it's going to be the, the future of it. I... I I think maybe the, the, the PS5 is going to be maybe the last console um, or maybe another generation more, but then uh, I think everything is going to move to the cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, mm-hmm. yeah, ne- never, never used the Stadia or the, the, the what, what's it called? GeForce Now? NVIDIA GeForce Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never used this, uh, but um, I mean, yeah, it depends by the, the, the internet, the bandwidth and, uh, and all. I mean... Mm-hmm. Here in Milan, it's not it's not bad. We got we got the fi- the, the fiber, yeah, uh, five gigahertz. Mm-hmm. But um, but I know that for actually like 4K gaming and uh, I mean we re- we we should requ- require more. No, more no, honestly, yeah. for 4K, it's got it's kind of like a 35 megabytes uh, is uh, sufficient ah. for 4K gaming for Stadia because I checked the requirements and, and so on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. definitely. And for NVIDIA GeForce, uh, it doesn't support 4K, but it's full HD streaming and it's less than uh, 35 megabytes. So, yeah, I mean, in Europe, I feel like, uh, and even in the United States and, and Canada, I think that um, it's quite uh, reasonable speed. Uh, most, yeah. uh, you know, um, IP, like internet providers, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, for such uh, services like that, so I think like, why would I get a PlayStation or why would I get a gaming rig like a, a really powerful computer if I can just stream my favorite game exactly uh, online? And the latency yeah. and the, the how quick it responds and so on is pretty good. Like I felt that I was playing on my computer, but my computer was not strong enough. So I was <laughs> like, how is that possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, is the is basically the same mm, principle as. Uh, um, what's it called? Like uh, cloud rendering uh, with the uh, I don't know on Cinema 4D with the the, the render farms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the render I, farms. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I used it once for like two years ago for for work, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, it was it was amazing. I said, 
yeah, this is going to be the future. In, like right now, I'm I'm thinking into in buying a, a new a new computer. Like mm-hmm. I want to do a nice, powerful workstation. Mm-hmm. But uh, when when I have to to decide that the GPU, I, I think how long am I am I going to use this? Uh, mm-hmm. Like how wh- when when is it, is it, is it actually um, going to come that that year in which we we're going to go full cloud? I don't know. Yeah, and the thing about the clouds is that you're using like NVIDIA's uh, tech, like the latest GPUs by them or the latest tech by Google. And they have like the, not the commercial GPUs that we are familiar with, like GTX, you know, 2080 or something. RTX, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they have the like the the server type um, GPUs, which are not, you know, the ones that we usually buy for our PCs when we want to upgrade. Um, so it's a really powerful one, yeah. So you just, you know, basically you go to the game and it's when you're streaming, you just put everything into ultra or like very high, just the maximum, <laughs> and you just play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played yeah. Apex Legends like many, many times, and it's pretty good. Okay, with no legs. No lag, like, no lag. lag. Well, we're probably, probably if there is lag, I mean, there will be a little bit. I noticed uh-huh. a little bit of lag, but it, I, th- I don't think it was from the service itself. Probably it was from my internet when it goes down, or probably you know, ah uh, yeah yeah um, yeah, probably from the the actual game service, um, not from the Nvidia service because I think they're pretty powerful and fast. Yeah. So yeah, the cloud computer computing and the cloud gaming is the future, I think for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it was gonna be only a matter of uh, like having a display, like a monitor, or maybe some kind of tablet uh, and and internet. No, you can you can play it. You can play Nvidia GeForce and also Google City on your uh, mobile phones. Like you can oh, really? play, yeah, like Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed on your computer or phone or tablet. But um, yeah, a lot of people just still don't know about it. I think yeah, it's just, it will like you know, it's like a wave that is expanding. Like more people telling each other, and and then yeah. like it, eventually everybody's gonna know about it, and then yeah, it will become the mainstream instead of the consoles. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe it's gonna be like uh, something like a membership, like Netflix or or Steam. Yeah, like Steam, and you pay maybe something a month, and you get some free free games. And uh, well, like well, old- yeah, it is mem- membership based right now, <laughs> um, okay. but you can just get like the free access for a limited time, I guess. And then um, yeah, the same thing for uh, Google and Stadia. Um, so it's like packages. Um, or subscription-based service. Um, yeah. Nice. But um, yeah, so um, but enough talking about video games because uh, we <laughs> talked about it last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, because when I um, I knew that you're gonna join my podcast, I was uh, you know um seeing your work and I was asking about what you're doing stuff before this uh, podcast and I learned that you're you're an architect but you 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 know switched you made the switch from airplanes to (laughs) (laughs) modeling in a computer um but um but you also told me that you're you're based in Milan and you're affiliated with few fashion brands um and and that was super interesting for me because I wanted to ask you about that like how um, how yeah. did that collaborations happen, and how you worked for them, and what brands, and what you learned, and so on? Yeah, yeah. Because we mean, all know uh, that that Milan is the, the the capital of fashion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
uh, among with uh, with Paris, London, and, uh, and New York, and and now also some Asian like big Asian cities. Uh, uh, fashion Milan is definitely something that uh, I mean we have this uh, the, the fashion weeks uh, and uh, the the whole city goes crazy and uh, and I mean it's it's a, it's a very fascinating world uh, and I had the chance to 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 look it from the inside uh, during catwalks and uh, it's it's really crazy how how they. They develop something for for months, and uh, and lots of people work in the, in this project, and 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 then everything is uh, it's consumed in those uh, ten minutes of uh, catwalks, and then of course uh, the the clothes are going to be s- uh, sold in the, in the in the shops. It's a uh, it's a, a weird process uh, uh, from the creative to the to the selling point of view. It's uh, it's very fascinating, and so but yeah, I. I I got I got contact on um, on Instagram by um, at first it was this brand which is um, is I want to say it's quite big and uh, it's based in uh, in Milano. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't want to say the name, but uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but they asked me to do um, uh, some some in- Instagram filters and uh, because I was uh, I was uh, playing with. Um, with Spark AR, you know the yep. the, the app, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and I mean, I, I before I never uh, actually programmed anything. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just uh, modeling and rendering, basically. And uh, and in Spark, you, you have the possibility to to program some, let's say, basic functions. And uh, I really like that part. And uh, and of course, having the the the, the skills. Um, for modeling uh, and um, navigating to into, into the 3D world, uh, uh, it came came a bit natural uh, working in, in Spark AR. It was uh, it was interesting. Actually, the the tough part, the the most annoying part, was mm-hmm. uh, getting the filters to to be approved by Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because they have a quite strict policy regarding. Um, uh, especially text, uh, like uh, um, 3D track text, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and some other stuff. But uh, but also, I mean, they're they're really improving on those on those policies to to make sure that like everyone, every creator, um, is going to be able to to express uh, their their ideas. And um, and yeah, and then uh, actually, right now, I'm working on on another project for another fashion brand. That um, asked me to um, let's see, um, how can I say to um, analyze their their last um, their last campaign and um, do my interpretation of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, through 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 whatever media I, mm-hmm. I wanted, and so I, now I'm just doing research and uh, and trying some stuff in in Cinema for the. And, nice, uh, nice. We'll see what what happens. But back to the uh, VR uh, filters. So yeah, AR, AR, yeah. AR. Okay, cool. Because it's yeah. augmented reality. So you just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's an Instagram. You just look at it. You look at the phone, and then there's something around your face. Usually, um, yeah. did you require any coding or programming with that, or it was just simply design? I mean, the the way uh, Spike Spark AR works. Uh, 
it makes it makes it very easy to 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 program something because you have these um, these nodes um, and actually you don't have to to no code. I mean, I don't know code uh, and uh, and so you have these. Um, let's say I, I don't know the, the actual um, terminology, but there are like packages of uh, of actions that you, mm-hmm. uh, you that you can link together to to make it work to make it whatever you want it to to do yeah and uh, and i mean it's yeah it's a nodal system like the materials in uh, in redshift in the new engines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. i get it great uh, so um yeah people can use your filters right are they available on your instagram page uh, yeah yeah i have uh I have just a couple on my on my uh, on my page because also I mean it was um, I I was doing this um, during the lockdown because of the COVID and um, mm-hmm. and then uh, let's say after it uh, life um, let's say continued like so I I could go out and I I put that uh, filters um, let's say let the, the filters game on a on a side, uh, but uh, but I really I really want to to get get back into it because it's uh, it's, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's a way. At first, when I when I was seeing this, I was a bit skeptical of about their functionality, but uh, they really they they I mean they work. It's uh, it's a nice way of uh, communicating ideas and uh, yeah. I was expecting that you were rendering. Um fabric in in the 3d in collaboration with these brands because that's the first thing that comes to my mind that you uh, are yeah. trying to yeah like I, recreate I mean, I, their fashion line in yeah virtual reality I, or something. I played around with uh with marvelous designer the the software to do cloth cloth uh, and uh and he has a very nice uh physic uh system and um but I mean, no. I I mean, it would be nice to to do something like that uh, as a, as a, a collaboration mm-hmm. or something. But uh, I still have to to study the, the the software to to improve. There is something interesting about people from an architect background, and that's something I noticed recently. Is because um, I was uh, listening to a Virgil Abloh interview and he mentioned that he had his uh his studies he was studying architecture and then after studying that he moved on to fashion in a, some some weird way um so is that something that you that happened with you that you just studied architecture and then you, you found that there's something more intriguing for you and then you made that switch um i don't know i mean i actually um like of course completely in love with architecture uh i i mean it's it's my main work architecture and uh, and yeah i mean i think it's uh it's the the, the field uh, you because when you think about architecture you think about houses and um and interior design maybe uh but but the the, the skill set then uh uh, the actually cla- the, the classes that you, you that you take uh, in, a, in an architecture uh, major uh, they are um, they they could they, they could be quite broad uh, in, um, and so you you can learn uh, 
still being in the architectural field, you can learn about lots of things. And uh, and I think architecture, uh, as let's say, it, it gives you some um, some skills also to 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 work in other fields. Uh, it opens some uh, some new. For example, if it wouldn't be for for architecture, I would have never studied. Uh, um, I mean, studied started to 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 use three uh, D rendering softwares, mm-hmm. and uh, and from there, like uh, uh, a branch started to 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 develop uh, into my passions. And uh, for for fashions, is uh, I don't know actually. It's I don't know if it is living in Milan or. I think it's just me, just uh, the interests that uh, that I have that uh, uh, brought me to 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 fashion. I mean, to to, to the interest of fashion because uh, yeah, I did some uh, some work for some brands, but uh, I mean, my my main uh, uh, career is still definitely architecture. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so. In, in your Instagram, I don't see a lot of architecture works. I see more dirty um, art and visual design and so on. Uh, is that something you kind of not like to show or you just kind of keep it private because of non-disclosure agreements with... Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, like everything that I do at work, I I mean, since I work in a, in a, in a study, in a, um, we call it studio in Italy, but it's, uh, it's like an office, architecture office. Uh, yeah, we we have NDA on everything, and uh, and also it's uh, it's a, it's a collaborative process. Uh, um, we work uh, as a team, and uh, I'm a part. I'm a segment uh, of the team, and and so I don't know. I wouldn't feel um, good to post it on on Instagram, even if I could. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything that I have about. Let's say the architecture realm in uh, in my Instagram are um, ex- experiments and stuff that I I wanted to to try outside of work and uh, but yeah mainly is uh, is is other stuff is more no but I see some architecture influence for example we have a few kind of uh, renders of interiors and they look a bit strange not kind of like stuff that you would expect from. An architect designer, unless he's he intends to make art, there is this influence of um, architecture, also fashion. Um, I see the wife of uh, Rick Owens. I don't know her name. Oh um, uh, yeah, Michelle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I see a little bit of off-white inspirations. Um, a little bit of um, simply like, also, I don't know. I would call it like painting inspired. Um, yeah. A few, a lot of different things. Like there, it's really diverse. Um, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell like what is your signature or what you're like known for. And maybe that's just your thing. Like you like to do a lot of different things. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about that. I mean, I think about that lots of times because um, I ask myself if uh, if there should be some kind of style. That guides my my work, uh, but uh, I still have to to grasp that 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 kind of concept that that uh, unites and link everything together. Um, 
it is just, I mean, day by day inspiration. Maybe one day uh, I watched a movie and and then I came out with uh, with some work that is influenced by that movie or music or yeah, mm-hmm. fashion architecture. I mean, it's just what I'm really into in that in that particular moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I, but yeah I maybe. No, I, see I mean some, some Final Fantasy art too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, I, I played Final Fantasy X uh, when I was when I was young, and uh, it really, it was great. It was uh, great moments, and now with a bit of uh, um, nostalgia, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I, I get into these uh, um, memories of the past, and. Uh, Nice yeah, to, that's nice to, re- to remix what you have liked from the past and just bring it back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, do you tell me about your inspirations? It's pretty interesting to, for me to. I always ask my guests about their inspirations, like where they get the ideas from and so on. Uh, last episode, I spoke to a few couple like people or artists, and they told me about pretty much the same thing you asked. You, you told me about that they're uh, watching movies and. Um, they go on out for a walk or they have like a little sketchbook where they keep notes of things and then they come back to it and read it. Um, or like they use some kind of enhancements like uh, the mushrooms. One guy said he was doing mushrooms and stuff. Uh, but yeah, 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 for you, it's kind of like also... Um, yeah, I, I, w- I want to also say, sorry, but my... Um, yep. Yeah, I, I want to say that the biggest influence... Uh, are actually friends like the 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 way that um, when you when you go out and um, you you speak you you have conversation uh, lots of times maybe you you doze off and you don't listen to it, but you can you can really cross some uh, some some interesting topics and, and then maybe go home and develop on it and uh, and really with my friends I I don't know. I find myself uh, always like very freely. I can discuss. We we can discuss whatever, and it's uh, and it's awesome to to get inspiration from that. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's always something new they bring up, like to the table, like when you speak to some friend, like after connecting with them in a while, from a while. Like if you haven't seen a friend for two months, and then you guys talk again and meet up. There's always something new, like they have been doing or you've been doing, and you bring it up, and then you talk about it, and then it sparks another idea, and then it goes on from there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's awesome. The best. Um, yeah, and then you just kind of like, uh, you know, starts to remember that idea, and then you take it with you, and then you open up, I don't know, <laughs> Cinema 4D, and then you start yeah. working on it. Yeah, 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 and then you you mix it up. Maybe the idea you you got from from your friends uh, later on, you listen to a nice album, and uh, and then something uh, start working in into cinema for D, and uh, something comes out. It's, uh, I don't know. I I want to say that I don't I don't have like a very specific uh, way of um, like doing my my works like i don't have like a method or maybe i do have it uh, when i when i start when when i open the the, the computer and the softwares but the the stuff that it's before it's 
it's it's random. It's uh, it's a mean of uh, having that park that uh, that you want to develop that um, you want to continue working on. So. Yeah, I I heard about Cinema 4D. I honestly wanted to get into it myself. Um, I was messing around with 3D Max in my studies, but never got the chance to fully, you know, start working with 3D uh, Cinema 4D. Uh, I actually downloaded it recently and wanted to play with it more often. But what do, what do you think about us, like the people who are new to this, uh, like, let's say, realm or area of design known as the 3D? Like, is it is it easy to, to learn Cinema 4D? Um, and if yes, then how much like time it takes for from somebody to like create something decent? Yeah. Um, well, I think um, like it's it's nice to have uh, to have YouTube and tutorial and uh, Udemy and uh, all this great um, source of uh, uh, information to to learn uh, a software. Yeah. And um, I don't know, having myself. Uh, switched from uh, Cinema 4D to 3ds Max for work. Uh, I find 3ds Max a bit a bit more complicated from the UI point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots, lots, lots of uh, functions, um, but also uh, it's it's difficult to say because uh, with the, with Cinema 4D, I think you have a, a very intuitive uh, program. And um, and also you have the, the possibility to to tweak it a bit. Uh, I mean, it uh, you, you can download lots of uh, plugins to to have your own uh, version mm-hmm. of Cinema 4D. And uh, the support from the community is also very great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's 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 difficult to say because uh, it's a it's a software that enables you uh, to. To create uh, in a very broad sense, you can do animation, you can do stills. Uh, I mean, shading materials. Uh, it's a it's a it's a nice uh, it's a nice world, and um, and also the, the the thing that you every day you learn something. Yeah, it's uh, it's the, the 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 it's the cliche, but. Uh, but really, and uh, and then when when you maybe you learn a, a new modifier, and uh, and you say, oh, nice, yes, now I can I can I I'm, I'm able to to do that thing I wasn't able to mm-hmm. do a month ago, because sometimes you you get stuck even with tutorials you get stuck in your own uh, creative process uh, because maybe you have uh, you have something in mind uh, and uh, you. You need some ingredients, and you have just few of them, and so you put it aside. You put the project aside for a moment, uh, and you go and you go learn uh, something about some modifiers or uh, some new ways of using materials and uh, lights, presets. Yeah, and, there and are then, tons of materials. Also, there are material packs. So, yeah. like, yeah, you can get any kind of material you can think of, but also um, you can kind of sculpt the material in a way that you want to. And what is really interesting for me is when artists do something like they make like a inflammable brick wall, you know what I mean? Or something yeah. like a liquid uh, steel pool, you know what I mean? 
And yeah, yeah. In our real world, it would never exist. But in the virtual like program or computer, you can do these kind of things, and it's nice I mean, to see how they look. That, like. That's that's the beauty of it, and also that's why I use them because uh, I I really like the idea of um, doing doing like actual actual art in the real world. But in order to do that, it's I mean. I mean, personally, I don't know the the ways to do it. Also, it seems uh, something very expensive, something that uh, you need uh, maybe some some links to to actually do it. Uh, but uh, but with three D software, basically, if you have something in mind, you can you can make it. And uh, and of course, it's digital. It's uh, it's in it remains in that kind of world. It never it never becomes uh, real in the real world. But uh, mm-hmm. unless you but, actually print it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely, you can print it. But uh, or three D like, print it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely three D printing. It is three D printing is something that it, it fascinates me. But um, I don't know if it if it is the right time now. I know that the the three D printing um, they they became they become very 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 good. Uh, in, in this in these few years, um, but still, I don't know. It is uh, it is a field that maybe now is prohibited because of high cost of uh, uh, nice 3D printing machines. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's definitely something for the future. Something that uh, yeah. Well, um, it's not part of the mainstream yet. But um, yeah. Yeah, but well, yeah. For example, I have a friend that works in uh, in jewelry, and um, he has a very nice three uh, D printing machine, and uh, he uses it as a, as a, as his workflow. Like, is uh, is definitely something that helps him in uh, in his way of uh, making jewelry. Well, but nice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not mass. Uh, it's not mass uh, consume. It's not mainstream. Yeah. But for digital art, I feel I feel like the future is uh, gonna be more like uh, into VR and uh, AR. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like it's... larger resolutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 8K, possibly. I don't know what's gonna happen after 8K, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think it, we're gonna see some, uh, also some new hybrids uh, way of uh, of media. Maybe some uh, something in between uh, video games and movies. Mm-hmm. Some well, there are, there are so far, yeah. There are like kind of like exper- experimental movies where you can just kind of watch the movie and then the movie kind of like stops at one scene and then at that one scene you have to choose between three or four options, multiple options, and then after you choose, the character that you're watching will take that path and you will see a different video than the one that somebody like else I- would have watched if they picked another option. Cool, kind of like that uh, Bandersnatch, uh, Black Mirror on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen that honestly, but yeah, some video games are also like that, where you know, your choices in a video game have effect on the ending. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. I'm I'm actually playing the the Last of Us Part Two. Oh nice. Right yeah, and uh, yeah, the cinematics, the also those the the the. the um, uh, can I cannot remember, but the the cinematics the, the cinematics of it is uh, is crazy. The videos are and the graphics really, as well, right? 
oh yeah 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 they pushed the yeah. the ps4 to to the max like mm-hmm. it's beautiful it's beautiful i mean you know um less of us is a title meant to be for exclusive like ps4 people you know yeah exclusive exclusive for playstation and usually those titles the big titles that are exclusive for ps4 they just kind of like uh, the the developers basically make the graphics uh, custom tailored for the console itself. So they make use of all the like bits of of power that the console has. Oh yeah, to yeah, make yeah, it yeah, look as good as it is. So compared to a to a non like exclusive title, it looks uh, not you know it looks like very impressive. Yeah, yeah, they know all the tricks to to make it uh, better than than the competition. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's nice that you're playing that game. Um, so basically, um, yeah, I wanted also to talk to you about um, like simply being an artist because I was thinking about this this thing like uh, usually like doing art, practicing art changes us, and sometimes making art is is some type of uh, therapy or healing. Um, so it makes me feel or conclude that art changes us as people and uh, not only like uh, our behaviors but also like the way we, we perceive things if you know what I mean so I was yeah. wondering like if you agree with that because I feel like art makes you perceive uh, like being an artist makes you perceive art in a different way that you haven't perceived before yeah 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 I mean like from from the ins being like working in uh, I don't want to say working in art but um uh, there are, I think there are mm, different sensibilities towards arts, and uh, and I think that great art also has different layers of perception, and and I think that's the 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 most beautiful thing about art that uh, you you can really perceive it in different uh, with different moods maybe. One day you're in a in a in a happy mood, in a joyful mood, and and you go online and you watch them and you discover maybe new hearts and um, and you think about stuff in a way. But uh, it's I think it's very mood influenced. It's uh, and yeah, like it, it can helps to 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 know some uh, some techniques and. Uh, but I think it's it can be accepted by by everyone. It's uh, that's the beauty of of it. I think it's uh, the, all the, the the different ways that you can uh, that you can perceive art and uh, and like it. That, yeah, uh, and I think even aesthetically, like if you practice art, you start caring more about the shapes and colors and how things look like. So yeah. when you when you're not doing art, when you're living your life, you just go on the street, you're doing journey or going in a park or something, you start paying attention to how things look like in a way that you haven't done before um yeah yeah that's the thing yeah it also affects your your daily life your mm -hmm. your whole life yeah that's really good that's really fascinating about it that's why i always encourage people to practice art whether it's like uh, sonic uh, audio art or you know visual or um any type of art because it really does like have an impact on the person um, and that's something that I spoke about with other other people. So like I got the confirmation, I got the like the response that yeah they agree with me as well. 
Um, and um, I think a lot of like uh, research studies have been done about that. And, and that's why like art is part of the uh, school curriculum and, and even in like, you know, high school and so on. Yeah, can, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's very important. Uh, it's also important to, to balance it. Uh, uh, it would be nice to, to be a, a full artist all, all life, but uh, there are certain, certain, I mean, like, Mm, we we cannot have uh, art to fully control our life. Or maybe yes, we can, but um, I don't know. It's uh, art. It's really <laughs> it's it's messy. It's uh, it's confusing. Some. I think you're thinking about an extreme state where like art takes over somebody's life, and then you know he's like passionate about making more of it, and then he doesn't have time for other things. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm more into like talking about art as something that is kind of universal, and everybody yeah. should be allowed to do it. I mean, you don't have to be an artist in order to simply practice art, because yeah, it's for yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the universal value of it is uh, is undeniable, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's so old. I mean, it's one of the oldest things. Like, like really. Um, in really old times, yeah, from, like in the from, caveman, or you know, exactly, exactly. It is, uh, is it is a way to to communicate, to to express something that you that you feel, and uh, yep. And I mean the 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 the, the different medias that uh, that we have in uh, in art to express this uh, this way of these feelings are are infinite. It's uh, it's really beautiful. It's. Uh, yeah, I feel like the caveman people used it, like used drawing to tell us, the ones that came after them, that they have been there. And we know about them because of the things that drew in the cave. Yeah, that's that's one thing <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but think about this. Um, I mean, like, it, it must have been really legendary to like do that thing, like to actually draw something that millions if, if not billions of people would see it after you yeah i didn't know if they had the concept of like future people of leaving something to to future people but uh now that i think about it even even nowadays um like one of the most um let's say like people want to be remembered mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in the future with a statue so, or with exactly. a painting exactly and so I don't know if it is the, the main goal of an artist to to be carried on in the future, but um, but definitely maybe a percentage of it is uh, is uh, is in the artwork. Is uh, I wanna I want this to to live on after me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it is possible. Yeah, you think that you know um, somebody's digital art will live like in the internet infinitely or you think the internet some at some point in the future will like disappear and then all the great people works will not be remembered because i don't think that will happen like i think that we really appreciate it and that we're going to protect it and not going to let it yeah that that would be scary but uh, but sometimes i ask myself about all the 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 data that is in the in the servers somewhere around Mm -hmm. the world and uh and I mean, it's still, it's still in a physical box uh, that can be destroyed and or or lost or not connected. Mm-hmm. And I, I I always feel this. Um, how do you say it's uh, 
very, um, I don't know the word in English, but uh, I don't feel uh, full on 100% um, uh, secure on the internet. I don't, I don't trust it 100%. I don't know if, if something that it's in the internet is going to be in the internet even in, uh, in 100 years. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, really? It's not physical. It's like it could be disappeared. It's a, it's a data. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's definitely a scary, a scary thought. But uh, I think people will definitely preserve uh, art, digital art, in a way. Try to to save it uh, or secure it uh, um, from from the oblivion, from the the apocalypse or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I heard about this collaboration. Um, that Pharrell Williams was part of it, where you know they asked him to create a song that um, it will be like uh, recorded in, in a vinyl, and the vinyl itself will be made out of material that is not uh, like destroyable or not easy to destroy. Yeah. So it's something that would survive a disaster, like if it would be a catastrophe, if there's tsunami or something. This actual disc will like survive that. Uh, circumstances in those events. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I knew I knew about the. Um, you remember those uh, the the Voyager mission from NASA, in which they they went to Saturn, w- right? Yeah, it went it went outside of the the solar system, mm-hmm. and uh, it was this this probe, and uh, inside the probe they put, uh, I think it was two uh, gold discs with uh, with stuff. Um, uh, oh yeah, 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 to like communicate with possible aliens that we exactly. exist, and it, it, they drew like a picture it's of a human it, being, yeah, yeah, yeah a yeah, female yeah. and a male with a like our location and the planet, the the, the yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, <laughs> that's that sounds also that's very interesting. Too. That's epic. Yeah, yeah. I honestly printed one of. Uh, Maxim uh, Zistkov uh, arts. He's like uh, also famous uh, um, artist oh, yeah, on, he, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I know that name. Maxim Zistkov. Yeah, he he was like part of the PlayStation Five uh, demo release videos and animations. He's he did this like particle based um, oh, yeah, 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 renders right. of like this colorful thing moving around and around. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 he sent me one of his uh, works in like really big resolution, so I printed it on uh, an oh, A2, yeah, A2 poster, and I got oh, it. Wow, wow, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking in doing some prints uh, of the stuff that I do, but um, hell yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I imagine that they have to be uh, quite a big resolution to. To, to make it out in a good way on, on print. Oh, well, I think 4K is enough. 4K, yeah. Yeah, if you want to print it on like A2 or something like that. Yeah. Or even yeah. A1. Um, yeah, so um, definitely I think digital art is worth of being printed. Like it's it's great on the screen, so it will look great on your wall. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Mm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting, the topic that you brought about aliens, that we, we did this thing to communicate with them that we exist and we used the drawing and we used uh, different sorts of like mathematics and 
to really like get the point across. Um, so it's you think it's still going? You think this thing is still traveling in the space, or you think? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, I can't remember when, but it. Uh, they said that it was uh, outside of the solar system, and um, and it's uh, it's going. Uh, I mean, I think they lost uh, the, the the contact with it, uh, but um, but they know the trajectory of it, uh, and so they can. Uh, they can predict where it's going to be maybe in a year. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know the, the, the propellant. I think it's all solar solar wind by mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they sent it in, a, I'm seeing now, they sent it in 1977. Wow. wow. Jeez. Yeah. It's been like more than 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> actually, no, actually, like, yeah, more than 50 years. 1977. Oh, 1977. Yeah. Oh, right. 42 years. Yeah. Whoa, crazy. Wow. <laughs> and it's still going. <laughs> it's still going. Yeah, yeah. As soon it, uh, as soon as it arrives in uh, in a new planet or uh, some aliens fi- finds it and uh, and discover about us. Yep. And we're gonna be here waiting. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I also see like you use some of your like you use some of Mars, uh, you know, mm, like uh, pictures from the top, like uh, of the, of the actual texture of the um, the planet surface. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mean the the, the dune? Uh, the dune, mm-hmm, tr. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I've been using that too, like in my kind of website that I was doing. And yeah, that's that's a very nice picture. Also, yeah. I remember the, the the sunset and uh, uh, the sunset on Mars is uh, it's a picture that always fascinates me. It's uh, it's really incredible that uh, we are we are we, we we can see that uh, from I mean that we have the ability to to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I heard Elon Musk wants to go there pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and some Chinese or Japanese investor wanted to to go first, uh-huh. so he made like a big investment, and then he's gonna be on like the the first in line to go there uh, with this new spaceship thing. Yeah, it's been like trending news like of last year or maybe the year before. Yeah, um, I, knew, I knew that uh, his his main goal is uh, is to go on Mars, and uh, I mean it's pretty incredible what he did with uh, with SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX. I mean, SpaceX was like re- it's actually a really old company by now. Uh, it's been yeah. more than twenty years now running. So yeah, they achieved a lot, and still, like, I feel like they're actually gonna make it. They're actually gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put I really, over there. I really hope so. I mean, they, they seems, it seems maybe the 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 only. I don't know about these um, Asian. Uh, um, Companies that want it. are they like state or private? Private um, companies. This you know? this billionaire is is yeah, is Asian billionaire. He's uh, okay. he got this like fashion company, and he oh. he also does art. He's in, into like art world and his painting and stuff. And that's one of the things he wanted to do in the actual like traveling vehicle or spaceship that he wants to paint inside of it. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be crazy. And then, yeah, after some 
few days or maybe weeks or months he can arrive. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. I think it's possible. I mean, if the physics are well calculated and they got enough fuel, yeah, etc. Do you, do you think it's going to be this generation? I mean, are we able to, to, of to course. see this? Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the technology is here. I think uh, now they have these kind of like space rockets that are um, like recyclable. So. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the SpaceX one that uh, returns to Earth and uh, land uh, vertically. Oh, yeah. And that one. Yeah. You can just like bring it back to Earth. Uh, getting new yeah. people on it because rockets used to be just kind of disposable thing. That's why they, it's it's very expensive to like uh, yeah, exactly. flash them because yeah. they'll never come back. They're just gonna a lot of, big part of them. They're just gonna leave in the planet and it will be like trash outside of yeah, the yeah. earth. Yeah, actually, space debris. Uh, I always hear that they're a big problem for like future astronauts and uh, and space tourism. Mm-hmm. Because they they cover all around uh, the the orbit all around Earth and uh, um, and it's they're very dangerous. They're, mm-hmm. They can they can destroy new new probes and a new new spaceship. Yeah, this uh, billionaire is called uh, Yuzako Maizawa. Um, yeah, and he seeks a, a life partner for mo- for moon voyage. Oh well, he's going to the moon, not Mars. Sorry. Um, because oh, I'm reading this. Yeah, he's going yeah. to the moon, like as as an actual like human being on top of it, like standing like back in you know '69 when exactly. NASA did it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, it's still still big achievement. I guess. Of course. Uh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah, humans didn't come back to to my to uh, moon ever since that time. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. So he said that he's gonna share 100 million yen, which is like uh. A bit less than one hundred million dollars, okay. um, and yeah, so he's going to um, participate in that. Uh, and he's the founder of an online clothing retailer. It's called Zuzu. So that's where he kind of like accumulated all of his wealth. All right. So all yeah, right. I, I yeah, I think I I read about him a few a few times that he wanted to paint inside the rocket. So you know that's something I would do if I would travel there. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I also I also ask myself uh, when the the first colonies in on on the moon or Mars are gonna be, because uh, also that thing is interesting to to see if uh, we're gonna be able to to make to make a social life uh, on outside of Earth, like mm-hmm. uh, one day. I mean, we we gotta have some some pioneers to to do that and. Uh, and yeah, maybe this is the, the generation to, to start it all. Well, at some point, you know, in future, Earth is going to be a very dangerous place to live in because the oh, sun, yeah. they said that the sun is expanding. Have you heard about that? That the sun is like growing in size? Whoa, and, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, another thing to worry. All right. Well, I'm talking about the far future. Well, that's what yeah. I read that. Really far in the future, the sun is gonna, you know, basically expand, and Earth is, is gonna not be able to maintain its uh, citizens. So yeah. the citizens should leave. Um, <laughs> so the preparation is yeah. beginning right now. We're just starting to realize that, yeah, at some point in the future, this gonna. Yeah, yeah maybe. Like I think it, but we we have to change as uh, 
as people on earth. Like I think it's, it's still really crazy how much money get put into wars. Oh and, yeah, definitely. Uh, and if I think about all this money that maybe they could be put into yeah, space research or whatever else, education and, uh, and solving real problems. I, th- I think I think five percent of the United States uh, military budget can go yeah. um, into like a program to um, just basically like solve the problem of uh, hunger around the world, and it will just wow. like be effective. Like it will end hunger. Like five percent guaranteed of yeah. the budget for the the annually budget. The you know the ones that they spend each year. Yeah, yeah that's it's crazy. Uh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, I feel you with the with the environment stuff, with the um, how like we manufacture materials and how we consume them. I mean, I feel like now a lot of people just recycle things. Um, in every house, you can find in front of it a lot of different pins where you can uh, yeah. put different materials there. Mm-hmm. I have one too. So this something I haven't seen like five years ago. It was like pretty new. Now yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that now is uh, is pretty much everywhere. It's uh, I think it's very it's a it's a step, but um, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's it's enough. I think that the the big problem are of course the industries and uh, even even the the transportation system. It's uh, it's nice that uh, we have more and more electric electric cars. Um, that is going to be a bigger Im- impact that. Uh, I hope we're gonna see even more in the in the future. Yeah, definitely. More Teslas. More Teslas. Yeah. <laughs> Are you see a lot of Teslas in Italy over there? Uh, I mean, yes, some, some because of Milan, mm-hmm. and I'm in some part of Milan. But I, uh, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that it's uh, it's something that you that you see commonly. Mm. What about up there in, in Poland? Well, over here, yeah. I mean, rarely, I would say. Not uh, pretty much. Like, rarely there are. I think the stations are also rare. Um, not, not much. Yeah. But I heard in Scandinavia, on the north side, um, yeah, it's pretty popular. And All right. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we, we need and, more more car manufacturers that uh, switch to the electric program. No, definitely. No, then, they're becoming really affordable over time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and um, speaking about SpaceX and and cars, they also manufacture like panels, solar panels for yeah. somebody's house. So you can like basically get your own energy for your car through the sun when you have the solar panel, so you don't have to pay for electricity. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice program. They also or maybe that's an overstatement. A, I don't know. It sounds like too good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if it's too good, know. then it's not true. Exactly. I don't know. But I think they 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 sell it. They sell it these uh, to you in, the, in this way. And uh, I remember I was I was seeing now they have Tesla uh, um, produces this uh, very nice solar panel that you can uh, basically they are indistinguishable from uh, from roof tiles you don't have the the usual mm-hmm. big uh, um, solar panel that you see everywhere they're just very contextualized inside the, the house it's uh, but yeah it's it's a nice program i mean it's uh, it's 
I, I, I hope it's going to be the future. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Me too. Yeah, I think that yeah we're heading towards that that area because a lot of people are just planning in that direction. And if we get enough people planning in that way, then that's what the point that we're going to reach eventually in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think you know maybe. And architecture has a play has a a role to play in this uh, whole thing, um, don't you think? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, sustainability in architecture is a, is a well discussed topic. Definitely. And, um, big studios uh, like they they definitely need to uh, like put this in their into the, their workflow in order to to be approved. And uh, even smaller studio. I mean, it's uh, it's something that you you think you think about it during the the process. It's uh, mm-hmm. you have to think about it. Yeah. You definitely. think it's costly to to build a house um, that is uh, sustainable versus a house that is not? I mean, I know that materials nowadays um, can help a lot in in this kind of uh, discussion because. Uh, um, and the also materials like eco sustainability materials got uh, quite cheap. Uh, maybe yeah, I want to say that maybe it is uh, a bit more expensive to to do it, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 becoming cheaper definitely. Yeah, mm. yeah. So like wood, um, I don't know what else is uh, sustainable. Consider it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's not only materials, but also the way you approach to the creation of space and mm-hmm. uh, and and the functions in it. It's uh, you cannot build, uh, for example, you cannot think and create interiors like you used to do in the in the eighties, even in the nineties. Like now, with uh, and also it's it's very it, it's very con- Depending on the, on the context, uh, you have to think about it uh, from f- firstly from the geogra- ge- geographic point of view, and uh, and then move on uh, if you if you have this project in a in a city or in a, in a more natural environment, uh, it's uh, it's a whole uh, process of creative thinking that uh, goes into uh, this sustainability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fashion too. I heard about, um, I don't know which one. Was it Nike or was it Adidas? That I think it was Adidas that came with the idea of a sustainable shoe, like a mainstream shoe, which oh, can yeah. be, can, um, you know, it, they, they recycled the, the fishnets, I think, or some kind yeah. of like, they recycled the plastic from the sea and they made a net out of it and they made the shoe out of this net and yeah, yeah, they sold yeah, yeah. it. I and, think it was, uh, was Nike's, yeah. Oh, it was Nike's, okay. Yeah. That's nice to see kind of like new, yeah, new ideas, new approaches from those big brands. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if those big brands adopt this um, innovative mentality or like this new way of thinking of protecting the planet, then the change will happen easily. Definitely. We need to, we, we expect these big changes from uh, big corps. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's good that, now it is, um, in a way, uh, this the sustainability uh, talk. It, it became a, it, be, it becomes a, a trend, uh, something that people actually want to do. Maybe they don't fully embrace the the scope of it, uh, but it's something that it's uh, it's cool now to 
to think to think in these terms and uh, and it's good because because if it if it is cool it spreads around yeah and, uh, and the meaning I mean it's so so important it's mm-hmm. uh, definitely yeah I wanna like I'll get a show like that would you oh yeah 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 instead of like a sh- another one that you would just throw away and knowing that it will be it will cause some harm to the nature yeah yeah exactly that it uh, can decompose in a in a way yeah no no definitely because uh, we're gonna throw away our show that we're wearing right now after like two years or something mm-hmm. at the end of the day right so it's better like knowing it's better to know that the, the shoe will not harm the nature and it will not stay like that oh, definitely and also also in um, in the in the factories i mean i expect them to to use uh materials and uh, techniques that they don't pollute the the environment mm-hmm. definitely hell yeah <laughs> um yeah so uh back to your art like i've been looking at this ferrari man and it's italian i know the ferrari is italian <laughs> yeah what what is it about the ferrari that you decided to put it on this uh on this like position and this background? wait which one you you seen the uh, so the Ferrari in the hills, um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the, the sky yeah. and the lake and everything like. Yeah, I mean about this one, uh, I really liked. Um, I don't know. It was uh, this because we, I mean it could I have been a Tesla though, but it's a Ferrari. I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's Italian, right? That's why you're very nationalist. No, I mean maybe <laughs> maybe in a, in a subconscious way, but uh, uh, I think in in this one in particular, I I associate Ferraris with uh, with power and and beauty, mm-hmm. and uh, in this one is just uh, it's cool how, how it disappears in this beautiful nature environment. It's uh, it becomes I don't know. I, I really like the the. The technique I was experimenting with the technique on doing it with the flat projections, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like how I came out and uh, with the with the be- with the be- meaning of uh, something so so beautiful and, and powerful that it kind of blends into into the the beauty of uh, of nature and uh, and you see both of them and uh, you appreciate both of them uh, in the same way. It's, uh, yeah awesome great um yeah and with that um here's the limits i guess for this uh part of the podcast for this episode um thank you roko trusini trusoni sorry for your yeah. um for your um for accepting being a guest in this podcast I appreciate thank you that. thank you amima it's uh it's a nice thing that you that you do with uh with this podcast i i really hope that uh it's gonna be like first episodes of uh, many more. Of course, I think it will be more, many, many more in the future. And um, I just go online and I find these people like you who are very talented and very creative and doing interesting things. And your work speaks for who you are, I think. And that's why I reach out to people like you to basically um, hear more from them because I feel like if you got an interesting work, then you have interesting things to speak about. And usually, yeah, people just uh, love to to share their opinions and love to um, talk about something new and having this platform allows me to shade light on a lot interesting and fresh artworks done by people like you. So I always like to take this advantage and, 
and do more episodes and invite more people. So yeah, yeah, feel free to join in uh, for next episode. This was Mad Breeze. Right. Thank you for uh, tuning in. You can uh, follow my guest uh, Rocco on his socials and his. You can see his artwork through Instagram. I'll put in the tag on the description. So if you're listening through Spotify or or Google Podcasts or whatever, you can see the tag on the description section. Um, so yeah, thank you. This was Mud Breeze, and uh, tune in for next episode. And goodbye. <laughs>